0: What's up, everybody? Carla White here, and you're listening to Radical Shift Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to talk about your prices, all right? So if you've been struggling with your prices, not sure what to charge, just looking at what the other guy charges, you are going to love this episode because we're going to help you make more money with less effort with the right price that attracts the clients you want to work with. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, your friend, your biggest fan, Carla White. And as always, I am so grateful that I get this time with you. And in this episode, we're going to talk about your prices, okay? Pretty much everybody I know has a side hustle. My sister, she's an amazing crocheter, a hooker. I guess is what you could call it as well. (laughs) Um, She crochets. And does she charge the right price for the products that she sells? My other sister, she makes amazing uh, quilts and blankets. Is she charging the right price? I mean, I have a niece who makes clothing. I have everybody I know. I have a a nephew who makes uh, greenhouses, a cousin who decorates homes pretty much everybody i know has a business and they're struggling with knowing what to charge now i myself have been through that same process with hero fm trying to figure out like what are our founding member pri- founding member prices how can we change this around how does this really work and i've been diving r- super deep in the psychology of buying in prices um, one book that I recently read is Predictably Irrational, and I'm going to cover a couple of topics of what's discussed in that book without uh, giving the baby away with the bath water. but there's some really interesting facts from research based on pricing. So first off, I want to tell you what not to do with pricing. What not to do is to sell yourself too short. And I think a majority of people out there are underpricing, their prices are so low. In fact, I'm going to start mentoring a woman in her new business. She creates personalized books based on your loved one's stories. So if you have a grandma, you know, or a great aunt or any loved one that you want to have a personalized memoir about their life, she will go and interview them. She's a professional reporter. She knows how to interview people. And then she transforms that into a story, a lifelong gift. Now, I have something similar from my grandma that I absolutely cherish. And guess what she's charging? For these personalized books, just over a thousand dollars. Just over a thousand dollars. Now, to her, that sounds like a lot of money because she was just out of college. Well, a few years out of college, and she's a reporter. She's making that much money as a reporter, so a thousand dollars to her seems like a lot of money, but one of the first things I'm going to work on is introducing her to raising her prices. That's after I hire her (laughs) for my mom's own book. But uh, first, we're going to uh, talk about her prices. And this is the process that you need to think about with your prices. And so first off, when people buy something, they automatically need to compare it to something else, something similar. So in Predictably, predictably Irrational, he talks about a bread maker. And when the bread maker was first introduced by Williams and Simona, I think, is that their name? Uh, and they priced it, let's say 99 bucks. They priced it at 99 bucks and nobody bought it. Sure enough, they're like, what do I need this thing for? And then they came out with a more expensive bread maker, a $500 one let's say. And pretty soon the lower priced ones flew off the shelves because they had something more expensive to compare it to. So if you're creating something, if you have a variety of things, you need to compare it to something. Now, when you have those comparisons, this is another really amazing thing to create is a decoy. What's a decoy? Well, the example given in the book is they had a newspaper that was introducing new subscriptions. So you could have internet only subscription, you could have a newspaper only subscription, or you could have newspaper and internet for the same price. All right. All of them were the same price. Of course, people would take the newspaper and the internet, or maybe that one was like a buck more, something like that. So the others were just decoys. Nobody, They didn't really want anybody to buy those, and nobody was. They were like, no, I'll take more for just basically the same price. An interesting way that I saw this in action was a gentleman who uses Hero for his own private podcast. He is an executive coach. He char- It costs like 100 grand a year to hire him. And to get access to his private podcast was two grand, right? And you might be like, whoa, for a podcast? Well, it's a really good one, first off. But his pricing was super clever, He priced it next to his newsletter. So it would be an actual magazine newsletter that came in the post, came in the mail to you. And if you got the magazine, you got the podcast for free. And the magazine was something like 200 bucks a month, a hundred bucks a month, something to that regard. So you could either get the podcast for two grand, just the podcast, or you could get the magazine and the podcast for like 200 bucks a month, or maybe it was cheaper than that. I don't remember. But you compared it, and really that standalone podcast for two grand was a decoy for the newsletter, which you really wanted to sell because you could put more into that newsletter. Very clever, very clever pricing. So when you're thinking of your pricing, you have to really think about it strategically and psychologically. Now, here's another psychological thing to consider. Lowering your prices because everybody does that. You know, I create handbags and people are buying handbags from Target for 12 bucks. So I better price mine around there, right? That's probably, you know, a lot of the mentality out there. But when people buy a $12 handbag, they view your product as inferior automatically. Let me get into this a little bit deeper. Because you aren't creating inferior products, right? You're creating pretty awesome. I'm guessing they're underpriced. So when they had people taking um, an energy drink and they said that the energy drink was super cheap, it was like nothing, it was like a dime a bottle, people said they had hardly any effect from that energy drink. But when they said that the energy drink was an exclusive one, and twenty dollars a bottle. People claim to have sharper memory, more results, like better uh, energy, everything. It gave them more because of that higher price. They thought they were getting more value. Another thing is, is when you raise your prices, when you target a higher priced customer, you usually have less complaint. When I raised my prices, when I took my coaching prices, which I cannot even believe what I was charging for the results that I was giving people. I was charging nothing. I was so cheap. And then I finally raised it to 18,000 a year and then raised it to 25,000 and 30,000. And the more I raised it, the higher quality of clients I got. The more I got clients that were awesome to work with, they complained less, They did their work, they got things done. When my prices were super low, I got clients that nickel and dime me, asked me for more stuff, I mean, fought me on everything. And even now, every time I like cave and I lower my prices, it comes back and haunts me because somebody wants more. Because they bet, they just, the value of it, that mindset of it. Okay, so I'm gonna give you some steps on how to figure out your price. Number one, what is your time worth? Really, what is it worth? If you are creating this side hustle, which hopefully will be your main hustle, and if it is your main hustle, the reason you got into it is to have that freedom. And how much is that worth? Because what you don't wanna be doing is working 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week, just to make ends meet and more being in the red. So what is your time worth? Really calculate that out. How much money do you need to get ahead? My friend and I sat down this weekend and she was talking about how they have X number of days or years until they can hit their goal for retirement. And the thing she didn't factor in was starting retirement early. But they know what that goal number is which is awesome. Do you know what that goal is just for a month or a year? How much do you need to have for a month or a year? Figure that out. Okay. Now, what are your costs for creating the dolls or the shoes or the cakes or the blankets or the coaching? Or the psychology. What are your costs involved? Do you have a staff? Do you have a team? Are you paying adverts? Are you paying for uh, is somebody getting a cut because you're posting your products on their website? What are your costs involved? Okay, and really come up with that big list of what it costs to create just one single item. And then how much can you sell? How many do you realistically think you can sell in a month, in a year, in a few months? If you're creating them and you're the only person, so let's go back to the woman that I'm mentoring and she has a, a, a book that she's creating. How many books can she really truly create in one month? How many interviews can she do? How many people can she turn that into a book? What is that? And lastly, don't price it too low or don't, overestimate what you can what you can create combining those two so when you have that low price I'm going to cut this down cut my competitor because if I down cut him I will sell so much more then you're going to go in the red so what you want to do is have a superior product and look at what sort of results so if you're a nutritionist what sort of money are you saving them in the end with doctor bills and medications and lost opportunities. Really think about that and put that into your sales message, what they're gaining from getting this. If they're getting a unique handbag that you created, put that into your sales messaging. If they're getting a unique book that is one-off for their, their family, talk about the legacy that that gives for generations to come. Paint that picture of the value how you are, you know, it's so important for grandchildren to know what their roots and who they came from and that story and how much that will set that person up for success. And that alone will cover the cost of one book. You got to paint that picture. That is up to you. I'm kind of going on a side tangent there, but that is up to you. So now just imagine that you have this business where you put in the hours that you want to work because you are charging the prices that you feel are fair. Honestly, I feel that the biggest mistake that most people have isn't that they aren't qualified enough. It's that they underestimate their qualifications. They are more qualified than they even know. So don't base it on how many degrees or certificates or years or anything like that look at the value that you're giving people. Look at the value of your own time. Look at your expenses and mostly look at the lifestyle that you want to have. All right, radical shifters, until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shit. If you're a coach, author, course creator, or host of any kind, listen up. Hero is the brand new way to increase your course consumption with private piracy-proof podcasts. Give your customers the freedom to learn without sacrificing their productivity. Hero seamlessly interacts with all the major podcast platforms and apps, meaning less headaches and more listeners. Hero has a full suite of features, allowing creators like you to take control of their content. Get started with Hero for just $1 at Hero.fm.